Situation. Your retirement is at risk. Mission. In order to help secure your nest egg, Ranger Tom will infiltrate your financial situation, detect, close in on, and help minimize threats to your retirement. Execution. Using a three-pronged approach that includes social security maximization, the color of money risk analysis, and tax protection strategies, our team will work tirelessly to help protect your golden years. Sustainment. Using the Generational Vault, Ranger Tom is able to continuously monitor your financial life. Command and Control. Ranger Tom from Georgia Wealth Advisors is the lead on this mission. He has many years of experience in the financial services industry. And now, here is Operation Retirement with Ranger Tom. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Operation Retirement. It's me, Ranger Tom. That's Tom Lowry with Georgia Wealth Advisors, where every Sunday we spend a few minutes and talk to you about everything retirement. I hope you're having a great Sunday afternoon. And today I am going to talk about the importance of estate planning, about wills, trusts, certain powers of attorney you should have, some very important things rather than just talk about finances. But before I do, I notice that the the master sergeant himself finishing in his can of beans and weenies is oh, yeah. uh master sergeant tony shore is a co-host how you doing sir wow i think i've been promoted i like it i'm doing <laughs> great tom great to be here good to see you again love hanging out in the operation retirement bunker with you talking about important things and it sounds like this is going to be a really big show a big one a big topic today but yeah, I've been great. And uh, what's going on over there at Georgia Wealth Advisors? You guys keeping busy? Uh, well, at Tony, Tony, we're staying busy. But I tell you what, the reason I'm uh, doing this subject, make estate planning great again, is it's it's very important to me, Tony. I, I want to tell a couple situations. So folks, estate planning, number one, there's a lot of misconceptions. People think you got to be mega wealthy to have an estate plan. But I tell you, look, do you own a home? Do you own a retirement account? Do you have any loved ones? Um, you need to have an estate plan. So I had a very good client call me a few weeks ago, Tony, and he had a good friend who was a dentist uh, that he'd referred to me. We were going to help him with his retirement plan. And uh, turned out he had gotten a, um, had a massive heart attack and was in a coma. He had no durable healthcare powers of attorney. I call it going through living probate. So he paid all the bills for the family. He was unconscious, did not have powers of attorney. Uh, the wife was unable to get to find out where the mortgage payment goes, where his business bills had to go. Um, uh, they had a big mess. They had to hire an attorney and pay $2,500 to get what is called guardianship. And now the wife is having to do a whole bunch of paperwork she shouldn't have had to do if they had had proper mm. estate planning. Sure. So I thought today rather than, you know, we, we love talking about red money and green money, the difference between those and how you balance those. I love to talk about the difference between your paycheck and your playcheck in retirement. Cause we want to have pay, not only paychecks, but playchecks. But today I think it's very important. It doesn't matter unless you have a, a plan. If, if something happens to you, that the family can be taken care of and that, you know, when you have these assets that they go to where you want them to and not be tied up in court. And 
if you have family issues and everything, I've seen estates um, dwindle just because of uh, fights among family. And, but we're going to make estate planning great again, Tony. <laughs> oh, wow. I like that title. Make estate planning great again. And, and you know, I think this is a good topic, uh, but I think one of the problems is, Tom, a lot of people put this one off. Uh, they put off legacy and estate planning. Uh, Tony, they sure do. And they'll even come with us and we'll, we'll meet with them and actually have clients. And then uh, I'll refer them to attorneys or or tell them how important it is and, and trying to help them. But we all put it off because we don't want to think about it. But you know what happens the minute we lose someone close to us. So I, I lost a good uh, army ranger buddy of mine. He was actually my painter and he passed a heart attack, died in his truck oh. uh, about a month ago, you know, working on, he, he would do uh, painting houses and he was working between jobs and you know, his, his wife's in the same situation. Uh, I kept telling him he needed to have an estate plan and he, uh, it's too late for it once you're gone. Um, so it's very important. And I think Tony, maybe the first thing we do is really kind of talk about the basics of an estate plan, you know, and the first one is a will, right? People think, well, gee, if I, the only way I pass my assets is a will. And that's not true. When you look at your estate plan, the basis of it will be either a will or what is called a revocable living trust, mm. an RLT. So the difference between a will and a revocable living trust, Tony, is when you have a will, your executor would take that will down to the probate court and probate your estate once you have, what I like to say, graduated to heaven. You know, you no longer can fog a mirror. <laughs> Tony, you're taking a permanent dirt nap. Uh oh, <laughs> <You know? laughs> pushing daisies. Yeah. So, so you're you know a will guarantees you're going to go through probate, and probate can be an easy or it can be a complicated situation. If you have family situations where somebody's going to want to bother your family or try to get some of your stuff upon your death. If you have a will and you go through probate, then they can always contest a will, right? Go to the probate court, said, no, uh, he should have left me his tractor. I'm going to probate. I'm going to contest the will. And then it's up to the executors who you named to have to go through the trouble of uh, negotiating what they're doing. Another way to leave it, if you have those situations, is revocable living trust. And many of my clients are using trust as opposed to will, because with a trust, Tony, you never have to go through that probate process. A revocable living trust is a very private document that you put together. And instead of having an executor, you have what is called a successor trustee. And when you properly set up a revocable living trust, you would set all your probatable assets. So anything, Tony, when I pass away that would ordinarily be probated. So my, my house, my checking account, my savings account, uh, any of my assets, my broker's accounts, I put in the name of my revocable living trust. And when I pass away, instead of having executors that have to go through probate and retitle everything before they can sell it and give it to my heirs. Yeah. 
With a revocable living trust, Tony, my successor trustees can take over immediately upon my death and start distributing my assets as I've planned. I don't have to go through probate because I've titled everything in the name of my trust. So now my successor trustee can get into my checking account, my savings account, my brokerage account. They can sell my house. I can put a sign up tomorrow rather than going through probate and changing title on it because I've already have it titled in the name of my trust. Mm. So by having a revocable living trust as opposed to your simple will uh, as the basis of an estate plan, that's what I would say is the number one step in making your estate plan great again. Now you have no probate issues. You set up the, uh, your successor trustee, but that is only one part of it, Tony. I want to talk about powers of attorney later on, but I think the important thing is uh, with the listeners, you understand the two ways upon your debt to distribute your assets would be a will or a revocable living trust. With a will, you go through probate. A revocable trust, you will not go through probate. Mm. Yeah, and you want to avoid probate at all costs, <laughs> right? Well, it it... it Tony, in the state of Georgia, probate is not that difficult. If it's just a, you know, if you have a small estate, ladies and gentlemen, understand if, if you just have your wife and kids and everybody's happy and, and everything goes to mom upon your death and then everything goes to the kids in Georgia, it's not a difficult process, but number one, it's a very public document. So when you pass away, you know, with a will, you have to uh, put a, a death notice in the paper, which we always do anyway, but then you've got to make it available for any creditors to come in and figure out if, if the decedent owes any money and those kind of things. It's very, uh, well, to give you an example, my father died in 2001 and we did not have a chance to set up a, a trust for him. He was in South Georgia, but he had an attorney in town do a will for him. He had me listed as his executor, mm. and so uh, we went and probated his will, and with my six sisters and brother, all eight of us started getting mail from the local car dealerships in Reedsville, Georgia, that's where he was, telling us, oh, I come buy a new car with 0% financing. Well, where do you think all these car dealerships got our names and addresses to send us information on buying a new car. They got it from the fact we had probated our will in solemn form, and that's a public document. So all the heirs are listed with their mailing addresses. So we got mail from there. So if you don't mm. want your heirs getting junk mail about their inheritance, you might consider a revocable living trust. Yeah. Yeah. It's good to know there are options like that out there. Uh, that we can utilize. Now, Tom, we should probably take a quick break before we continue. But before the break, uh, let our listeners know about that special offer you have and how to get a hold of you. So folks, we, we want to offer you an estate planning review. It is to look at how your estate plan is. Do you have the powers of attorney, which we'll talk about later, but to send out, sit down and visit with us for an hour to make sure that you have all your ducks in a row when it comes to your estate plan, you know, to get that second opinion, because you can't get a second opinion 
from the same guy that gave you the first one, Tony. So <laughs> folks, for the listeners out there, go to our website. It's probably the easiest thing to take in a number, but it's gawealth.com. That's GA like Georgia, wealth.com. On the very top right, it says, um, get my risk score. And you can give us a, give us information and uh, we'll be happy to kind of, or you can give us a call. The phone number is 678-638-6363. That's 678-638-6363 or gawealth.com. All right. That sounds great. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Operation Retirement and our host, Tom Lowry, after this. Do you ever feel like you need a retirement toolkit to help navigate your retirement? Retirement can be scary, but it doesn't have to be. With our Retirement Income Toolkit, you can get the information you need to help secure your retirement. This toolkit provides valuable information on income planning, asset allocation, tax planning, legacy planning, and more. Receive your Retirement Toolkit from Georgia Wealth Advisors now by going to gawealth.com or by calling us at 678-638-6363. And welcome back to Operation Retirement. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. Our host is none other than Ranger Tom himself, Ranger Tom Lowry from Georgia Wealth Advisors. And we've been talking about estate planning and making estate planning great again. (laughs) Good for you. Avoid probate. You've been talking about revocable trusts. You've been talking about uh, wills. Uh, and then you briefly touched on or have mentioned powers of attorney. What about that? Uh, what role does that play and how important is it? No, oh, it's extremely important, Tony. And there's two major powers of attorney you want to make sure you have in your estate plan. One is called your financial power of attorney. This is the person that if you become incapacitated and you can't make your own financial decisions, who are you going to trust to make those decisions? You know, on married couples, it's usually the spouse. But the important thing, you also want to have a successor uh, uh, power of attorney, uh, Tony, because what happens if my spouse is incapacitated when I become incapacitated? We always want to have a backup. And who do you trust for financial powers? The other one is your health care power of attorney. Now, Tony, there used to be a thing called a living will. We've all heard about them. Tony, with a living will, a living will determines what happens if you're on life support and you want the plug pulled, right? Right. And we all know that, or I don't want the plug pulled, but that's your living will. Well, it has now become part of your financial power of attorney. Not only is the living will part of your health care power of attorney, but you also have your healthcare agents. That is who would make your healthcare, just like your financial power of attorney, your healthcare power of attorney, you're asking to make the healthcare decisions. And usually you're looking toward your kids when you're looking at that. So Tony, there, there are children that are better at being the caregivers for healthcare. And there are other kids that are better about making sure they're spending money properly, right? So you want to look at gee, who would I have as my healthcare agent, especially if my spouse can't take care of it? What child or, or who do I have that could do my financial and my healthcare? It could be the same person. Maybe there's a, your, your oldest child or someone that you trust with everything. They, they might be the same one. Sometimes they're different, 
But it's important that you look at that. And if you haven't looked at your estate plan, I find most of the time people haven't looked at their will for 10 or 15 years. They've had yeah, I'm guilty. two kids since then. Yeah, you I'm know? guilty. Right. I know. And you go, well, gee, I, maybe I ought to put the other kids, list them in here or nah. update it or nah. nah just, <laughs> just well, it, it was funny. You know, my, my, my mom died in 2001 and my dad died 120 days later. She died of small cell oh, lung cancer. Yeah. And I remember one of my sisters was asking my, my mom, so mom, do you have a will or, you know, is, is all that okay? She goes, nope. I, Cause when I go to heaven, I want to look down and watch y'all fight over everything. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> that was my mom. It never happened. Oh, Sorry, yeah. mom. Yeah. Sorry. We all got along. Yeah. She was just <laughs> kidding. All right. Well, that's, yeah, that's interesting. And you, but you do, but in the same sense, you don't want to leave a mess for your loved ones. You know what I mean? You don't want to you don't want to leave a mess. Uh, you want to make sure your kids or your grandkids uh, are taken care of and that there aren't uh, things, and it can divide families. I mean, it, it, you've probably seen that. Well, Tony, you, and you mentioned about you don't want to leave them a mess. I'll tell you another thing. And listeners, tell, you know, you, you could say, uh, that's me. You probably, if you know where your wills and your power of attorney are, they're probably you're probably the only one that knows where they're at, yeah. right? Your spouse yeah. might know. But what happens if something happens to you and your spouse? Do the kids know where your estate documents are? Are they in a safety deposit box? Where are they at? What happens if you're traveling on vacation and you need powers of attorney because something happened to you at a hospital away from home? You know, with our listeners, you know, Tony, we provide a complimentary vault, a secure online vault where we scan our client's estate planning documents and they're available 24 seven, uh, via the internet if they're anywhere. So I have clients that are traveling to Europe. If they're, they're in trouble, they need, the wife needs to get a hold of the powers of attorney. She's got them. Uh, I had some clients that were in California, so they were still in, in the United States, but they needed to get their documents and the kids were like in uh, New Jersey somewhere. So the kids were able to go from New Jersey and print out the powers of attorney while they're in California. Wow. And that's all using that technology. You know, we're, you know, for the listeners out there, we go by three core values. Number one is fiduciary. We act in the best interest of our clients. So we're fiduciaries. We believe in transparency. So if we're charging you a fee, we need to be transparent, show you how much we're paying and what we're doing for that. And we want technology, Tony. So we use the vault. So for all clients, documents, they can go online, always look at their account values with us, see how it's going. Uh, they always, we have alerts if the markets are down and we want to, um, you know, you know, per, make sure we're, we're uh, protecting their investments and their, both the red money and green money. It's all on the vault form. Uh, but that, that technology to be able to, to have those documents, uh, when you need them, because it, there's nothing worse than, than needing, you know, powers of attorney that are in some drawer somewhere at, at the house and nobody knows where they're at. Mm. Yeah. That's so it, we always make sure that as part of that estate planning, you know, again, making estate planning, great, having all of that information in one place, your account, uh, your account numbers and, and where they're located, your safety deposit box, your, you know, your passwords to various places, all that has to be somewhere where somebody can get it. And none of us know the hour 
or the minute of calling. This is Sunday. We're, we're yep. thankful for everything, but we realize that tomorrow's not guaranteed. And uh, most of us put off this kind of stuff where I find out once the clients do it and they go, why did I wait 10 years to get this thing fixed if that's all there was to it? Now, one more thing uh, before we wrap up today that I wanted to touch on a little bit more. I mean, you alluded to it a couple of times quickly, but and that's beneficiary designations. That's a huge part of estate and legacy planning and really uh, a financial planning period. And that's an area you've told me before, you've seen a lot of people make mistakes with uh, their beneficiaries, right? Uh, Tony, and that was, I'm glad we're, we're finishing up on this. Absolutely. So things like your IRAs and your 401ks, folks, what you need to understand is regardless how well your estate plan is, your retirement accounts don't go by your will or your trust. They go by the beneficiary designations. So guys, if you have a girlfriend as beneficiary on your IRA and you pass away and your will says you're leaving it all to your wife, your girlfriend gets your IRA. Wow. Or, so it is very important. And, and, and I've had people also mention that I'm going to leave my 401k to my estate. Don't do that, folks, because it becomes all taxable the year you pass away. Wow. You have to have and you need to check beneficiary designation. I recommend you look at your 401k. Who do you have listed as your beneficiary? Your spouse should be a primary, but you should have successor beneficiaries, too. If that's your children or, you know, your sisters or brothers or whoever it is. You want to make sure those beneficiary designations, because you're right, Tony, an IRA or a 401k, any kind of qualified retirement plan is going to go by beneficiaries. And the IRS has had a lot of rulings, had a situation, um, uh, Tony, this is a true story. Uh, gentleman, uh, been married for 30 something years, uh, to his sweetheart. Um, well, she was a school teacher and she saved all their retirement money in her 403B. And so they did all of their savings in her 403B and she got a million dollars. Well, she'd been a school teacher for a long time. And when she set up the account, she wasn't married to this man. She named her sister as beneficiary on her 403B. Well, Tony, 30 years passes. They don't check the beneficiary designation. She dies mm. and the million and because the sister was named beneficiary, that million dollars didn't go to her husband. It went to her sister and the husband fought the IRS to get it in his name, but he lost. So beneficiaries determine where those IRAs, not your, that's all part of that, uh, making a state planning great again is making sure the beneficiaries in those IRA plans are properly titled. Well, on that note, we're out of time for today's show. So, Tom, real quick, one more time, let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you and set up a strategy or planning session for uh, their estate and their legacy and their uh, accounts. Folks, it's real easy. Just go online. It's gawealth.com. That's gawealth.com. The phone number is... 678-638-6365. That's not too hard to uh, remember. Is it 678-638-6365? 
888-673-6363. Folks, enjoy your Sunday afternoon, and by golly, God bless America. Thank you for listening to Operation Retirement with Ranger Tom. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Tom Lowry at Georgia Wealth Advisors. Call 678-638-6363 or visit their website at gawealth.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Opinions expressed are solely those of Georgia Wealth Advisors, LLC, and staff. All topics covered are believed to be from reliable sources. However, Georgia Wealth Advisors, LLC makes no representations as to its accuracy or completeness. Topics should be discussed with your individual advisor prior to implementation. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services offered through Georgia Wealth Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Georgia. Insurance products and services are offered through Georgia Wealth Management, Inc. Georgia Wealth Advisors, LLC, and Georgia Wealth Management, Inc. are affiliated companies. Tom Lowry and Georgia Wealth Advisors, LLC, and Georgia Wealth Management, Inc. are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.